Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Vacation Rental and Airbnb Mastery. I'm your host, John, and today we're going to talk about rising interest rates, inflation, the Fed, and why you want to think twice before getting another mortgage to invest in a short-term rental or an Airbnb property. Why? Or why not? Because interest will wreck you as interest rates are higher than normal. I received an email from one of our listeners, Brett, out in Scottsdale, Arizona, and he's wondering if he should spend $400,000 acquiring a new short-term rental property um, in this environment. Thanks, Brett. Thanks so much for reaching out to us on this podcast, but I want to tell you, no, right now, definitely not. The rates are not supporting that kind of uh, risk-taking. Because getting a mortgage right now means your interest rate is going to be much higher. The Fed just raised rates again. So you do want to be very careful because just to break even, it's going to take a lot more work, um, some sort of wow factor, and you basically working your tail off to make ends meet to make sure you're not actually losing money on this kind of investment. Let's talk numbers. If you buy a $400,000 property out in Scottsdale, and you put $80,000 down on it. That means your loan amount will be $320,000. Say your interest rate, if you have a good credit score, 6.9%. You're putting that 20% down payment, meaning you're being pretty responsible. And now you're coming back with a total monthly payment of $2,390.85. $2,390, assuming you're taking on a 30-year mortgage. That means over the life of a loan, over the life of the loan, you're going to pay somewhere around $438,000 total interest paid. You're going to pay somewhere around $72,000 taxes, $30,000 total home insurance. So the total of all your payments over this 30-year $320,000 mortgage is going to be $860,000. That's crazy. So if you're thinking of this as a cash flow play, you want your cash flows to pay for your total monthly payment. Think about what it takes to break even. If your payment's $2,390.85, that means just to break even, you're going to be fighting against a current. So say you want to break even, it's going to take 10 to 15 nights at $200 a night. That's without taking into account you hiring help like a property manager or hiring a co-host will take a percent of your rental income to actually do the work. So assuming you're doing this yourself and you are going to be as the host, the free labor here, um, you're not going to see much of a return. It's going to take 20 plus nights at $200 a night just to, just to earn anything at all. So with mortgage rates being this high, you're paying way more interest than you were in the past making short-term rentals a very, very risky endeavor. Hey, realtors and and vacation rental managers may be unhappy with me saying this, but right now, short-term rentals, it's not a good investment at the moment because there's more risk than ever before. There's more competition than ever before. You're assuming that you're going to do all of the work if you actually want to make anything at all. The minute you hire a vacation rental manager, and they're charging you 10 to 25% of your rents, you're losing money because you're not even making that as a margin. So I'm not speaking for every market, but for most markets, it's a terrible deal. So you need to really be careful what your real estate sales agent is telling you because they're not telling you the whole story. They are, after all, trying to sell you a property. 
So you definitely want to be careful. Don't take anyone's word for cash flows that they already have because you cannot know for sure if those bookings are actually going to stay with you if you acquire a property with existing bookings. And just because something's pretty and it's new construction and it's by a resort town doesn't mean it's going to do well because we're in a period of oversaturation, meaning lots of supply, not as much demand. And that's definitely going to wreck your occupancy rates and your margins. So you do want to be careful before taking the plunge and getting into another short-term rental property, especially in this rising interest rate environment. Now, the 30-year interest rate for a mortgage is at an all-time high. It's never been this high before. The base rate is actually tied to yield, the rate of return on a 10-year treasury note. That's used often because most people move to another home, prepay or refinance within a decade of getting a mortgage. A second rate is actually tied to the difference between the yield on those notes and mortgage-backed securities, or MBS, which are essentially interest-paying bonds backed by mortgages. Sound like 2008, anyone? In Wall Street terms, this difference is known as a spread. Because the Fed is raising the interest rates, that means our mortgage rates are rising. When our mortgage rates are rising, that means we need to pay more every month to cover the cost of that property investment. So right now, if bookings are not doing so well, and everything's getting more expensive, every service, we're talking cleaning is getting more expensive, maintenance is getting more expensive, hiring a handy person is getting more expensive, furnishing your home is getting more expensive, your electric bills are also getting more expensive, where is, where is the attractive um, spread here for your home? What do you expect your margins to be? Why is your expectation that? Is it because you were told that from a friend? a real estate sales professional, or some masterclass you bought. Because maybe those masterclasses were made years ago when times were good, or right after the pandemic when we had a huge boom in, in bookings, right? You need to know to take a conservative, a conservative approach to this and base your assumptions on reality so you don't go and mortgage your life away, buy a short-term rental, and then end up regretting it and end up doing free labor just to keep the place running, right? You don't want to do that. So Right now, if you haven't bought into a short-term rental, I suggest that you don't do it. And if you have already bought into a short-term rental, now's the time to buckle down and get your cost management in order. Make sure you could reduce costs where it's appropriate. Don't try to reduce costs or cut corners in areas that matter. <laughs> don't do anything with your sheets. Like Your sheets should always be comfortable. Your pillows should be comfortable. Don't go cheap there. Um, but you can consider cutting back on things like cable and switching for a streaming service if it's cheaper and shopping around for the best rates on maintenance and on cleaning. But you need to know if you're already in the game, you need to buckle down, do everything right and create a great guest experience because right now your guests are expecting more than they ever did in the past. Hey, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want to be Mr. Negative. However, I do want to make sure you're armed with the right information. And before you make a bad decision, you have a different point of view, a different perspective. If you do own an Airbnb or you're still interested in buying a short-term rental property, just know that it's best to have a long-term game plan, a long-term mentality, because you will win over the long-term investing in real estate if you are an efficient operator, if you care about the guest experience, if you're always optimizing your real estate, you will win at this. However, you will have wins and losses. You have times that are really good. And you have times that are super bad. And right now with this rising interest rate environment, it's impacting all guests, all consumers, and all owners, right? Everyone's impacted by the economy. 
it's the number one issue that's on voters' minds right now as we head into the midterms. So if you're already in a short-term rental investment, it doesn't mean give up, throw in a towel, convert it to long-term, convert it to midterm. It doesn't mean to do that. It just means that you need to really recognize what situation we're in, make sure you have a good wow factor, you're differentiating yourself, you're kicking ass at the guest experience, you're making sure your guests are having a lot of fun when they travel, being a great communicator, being very responsive, and working on being independent of the platforms that hold you hostage. Meaning if you don't have a direct booking website, now's a really good time to develop one so you have a way for guests to book directly with you so you could save on those service fees. If you have a property manager that's charging you too much, try to negotiate with them, try to negotiate their commission, because if that commission is strangling you financially, you don't want to be locked to it for long because it will, it will take your investment down um, if you're not having an attractive commission rate with that property management company. Develop and surround yourself with a team of rock star operators. Your cleaner should be a rock star. Your handy person should be a rock star. If you have a pool, the person who's cleaning it has to be on time, has to be sharp, and has to keep that pool crystal clear and blue. If you have a landscaper, the same there, no cutting corners. Everyone you surround yourself in needs to put pride, passion, and give a damn about their job. Now's the time to under-promise and over-deliver with the guests you do have. So when you are advertising your rental, whether on Airbnb, Verbo, or your direct booking website, or word of mouth, make sure that you set the expectations correctly, not too high, and then over-deliver so they can be pleasantly surprised at check-in during the stay and when they check out. Have seamless communication, a great check-in process, a great checkout process, not too many chores. Don't make them clean up so much when they're leaving because they are paying a clean fee that's been really out and about on the news lately. And then over-deliver, maybe give them a welcome gift that doesn't break the bank. Something like uh, chocolates or flowers upon check-in. It always adds a nice personal touch. And then when they leave, thank them for coming and ask them if you can keep in touch with them because they may be a guest in the future. Now's the time to buckle down on your cost and then to start investing in yourself and start investing in your short-term rental business so you can eventually be independent of the platforms and property managers who want to profit off using your home as inventory. If you haven't subscribed to my weekly newsletter, on that newsletter, I share lots of exclusive resources. Anyone who's subscribed to my podcast, I send them templates um, on how to communicate with guests, um, templates for rental agreements. I send um, sample welcome books, pricing tools, lots of good stuff. So if you haven't subscribed to the weekly newsletter, visit www.vacationhomehelp.com slash podcast. Or you can email me if you want to get in touch at johnjohn at vacationhomehelp.com. I love to connect with my listeners and help them out. Also, if you haven't left me a review on Apple Podcasts, that helps me get this podcast in front of more owners like you so I can help as many people as possible on their journey with this message. So if you haven't left a review, please, I would really appreciate it if you let me know how I'm doing. And until tomorrow, friends, take care. By listening to this daily podcast, you are one step closer to becoming the master of your vacation rental business.